0: That this guy is bringing his trash out at right at the right moment that we could kill That's him. That's commando. It's, isn't that commando? Wasn't that commando? That's commando, commando dude. A, you're you're in a you're like, in a totally wrong film. With the... Didn't co Didn't Cobra open up with the Cobra opens, no, no, no. Up, with a Cobra opens up with the grocery store shootout?
1: With the, the Cobra opens grocery up with store. The, what the hell are you doing?
0: Store,
2: Radio Drone. Welcome to what will be the worst few episodes of Radio That's that's you know figurative. I am Josh Hadley. Back this week is Cecil because he hasn't quit yet. Well,
0: it can't be the worst because I'm
2: here. That's true. No Cecil, no listen,
1: so this
0: will be a listen <laughs> right.
2: episode. And Peter is back. Mm-hmm. And short to the not, point. Not <laughs> not
1: much else to say other than that. I'm kinda still waking up. Okay, if you guys want to wake up,
2: maybe, you know, nothing in the morning wakes you up like something in your butt. Oh, Go to Adam- not Trust me, that was not singing. I'm way worse than that. Go to adamandeve.com. Use the promo code DROME, D-R-O-M-E, and you will get 50% off of a single item, three free DVDs, a free sex swing, and free U.S. shipping. All you need to do is use the promo code DROME at adamandeve.com. This week and for the next two maybe two weeks we're going to be looking at the golden raspberry awards we've often talked about the razzies and how dumb they are and they are in general although you're going to find out in some of these they are dead on especially earlier on we're just going to look at all 38 years worth of worst picture and the nominations we're not going to deal with the other other categories or we'll be here till the end of the year we're just going to look at worst picture for all of the 38 golden raspberry awards this will at least be a two-parter maybe a three we'll see how this goes so in 1980 the nominees uh, i'll I'll leave off the winner to to the end the nominees were xanadu windows saturn 3 raised titanic the jazz singer the nude bomb friday the 13th the formula cruising and the winner was can't stop the music i gotta say with the exception of friday the
1: 13th that one's dead on those are all oh, god wait. awful Xanadu? movies. Xanadu, come on. Xanadu's awesome. Xanadu yeah. is not. It's, it's so awesome. entertaining. How is it not awesome?
0: Because it, it's terrible? It's no it isn't. It's just, it's, it's like. You're terrible. It's more <laughs> of an all-encompassing what the, you know, late 70s, I mean, cause it was made in like, what, 79, yeah. but going into the 80s was. Can't Stop the Music was kind of like they wanted it to be what Xanadu was. So Zandu's just, it's energetic, it's silly, it's dumb. It's not like, I mean, I'm not saying that it is a wonderful, great movie. Well, it's a
1: musical. Most of those are pretty dumb.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd rather watch that than Mamma Mia. Oh yeah, and fucking Xanadu—the
1: song itself was a hit. But okay, l- l- let's let's leave "Can't Stop the Music" off right now. But let's look at this.
2: Cruising—I do think it's a bad movie. I think it's a good idea for a movie, but it's not
0: a very good movie.
1: A little wonky, but I enjoy it overall. I think it's a good, like, sleazy movie.
0: It's it's worth it for nothing else if not the bitch um, slapping black man. The bitch.
1: <laughs> bitch slapping <laughs> black man that in that a g string.
0: It's it's one of the most out of unexpected movie or scenes in cinematic history. No, you're like you can. There are a lot of movies where you could be like, "I saw that coming." No one will ever be like, "Oh, I knew that a, that a large black gentleman wearing uh, you know, ass wearing a, a codpiece essentially comes in and bitch slaps." He's wearing like a cowboy hat too, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he's wearing a cowboy hat. He's just ginormous. He's ripped and huge, and he just like
1: karate bitch slaps this guy.
0: Yeah, just walks in, whack and walks out it's not there's no hey this is what no it just happens and the and the movie moves on and it's the movie
1: even acknowledges how random it is too because peachy pacino is like what was that who's that guy and they're just questioning him as if nothing happened yeah they're just like you know all right
0: what do you you know yeah it's it's what was that (laughs) i i like i need to see it again it's been a while but uh it's it's a very odd very interesting movie i don't think that uh, I I wouldn't put it in the worst of category. No, I'd no have way. I to go down. I had to go down the list of '80s movies like what came out, but I'm sure there's plenty of other pickings. Mm-hmm. That they, more so in later years that they really go after the low hanging fruit.
2: They also have a weird thing. No, there's a couple of indies on the list later. Almost everything is a mainstream film. They, they don't go after, you know, the seventh direct-to-video sequel of a movie or something. With the exception of a couple of independents, almost everything in the Razzies is a mainstream movie. And I think that really limits them. Because in a lot of cases, you're like, oh, I could show you so many worse films out there that came <laughs> out in a given year. But those are direct-to-video mm-hmm. usually.
0: A couple, couple years ago, when I was doing like my, my worst of, I had mentioned uh, how Meet the Blacks was on a whole other level of bad and they're all and i'm like how come like this movie doesn't get like all the you know this is the worst movie of the year they'll go after uh an easy thing you know a black batman versus superman worst movie of the year. and they're like well i had people that were commenting and they're like well that's because nobody saw meet the blacks well that's kind of the thing because nobody saw it that doesn't somehow insulate it from being put as worst movie oh, some, it's of the, like, some of the movies a, in this are God, horrible movies. I mean, I'm going to you know, bring up a couple like-
2: here in 1980. I'm going to be shocked if either of you even know the titles. There's two on this list. I had to check the Wikipedia page to even go, oh
1: my God, I have seen this movie. It's just that <laughs> forgettable. It's like, holy shit, that's right did you say um windows was on the list the talia shire movie windows the, the lesbian stalker film all oh, that movie sucks The movies okay it's, it's, it's boring kind of, i was surprised to find out that ennio morricone scored that yeah it's so boring it is isn't it boring. like anybody could have done that with like a casio i don't think i've
0: actually saw that uh, it's
1: awful it's so yeah. bad it just goes nowhere and there's that stupid scene when like the cat gets frozen in the freezer and it just it's literally just like a plastic
0: prop that hits the ground goes plunk natalia shires in that yeah she's terrible huh. nobody
1: nobody's doing a good job everybody's phoning in their performance including o- award-winning composer ennio morricone but it doesn't even sound like one of his scores it sounds oh, like son. anybody could have come in and done it that's terrible it <laughs> is it sucks
2: well but then you also mm-hmm. have you also have other films like the formula the one with George C. Scott and Marlon Brando trying to find a a, a Nazi formula that can turn water into gasoline in 1980. Marlon Brando's performance in this movie is embarrassing. I remember I'd I'd already read the book by the time, I didn't see the movie in 1980, obviously, but I saw it later. And I'm like, Marlon Brando is playing this like a cartoon. He's an evil oil executive in this. And he (laughs) plays it like a cartoon gay guy. And I'm just like, what the What are you doing brando it's like it's like it's like the director had no control george c scott's trying to make this a mystery film richard lynch as the as the nazi who has the formula is playing this straight brando's like i'm gonna have a cartoon fun it it, it's just the formula is a terrible movie. I kinda wanna see it just for the reasons <laughs> you listed. <laughs> uh, and then you've got other forgettable ones like The Nude Bomb, that's the Get Smart movie. Mm. I didn't even no. remember this. I caught it on like syndicated TV in the mid-80s. I literally, I had to check the Wikipedia page and I went, oh my god,
0: I actually have seen this i I remember it because it was always on uh, television. I actually saw that before I ever saw Get Smart. I don't remember it being that bad, but I mean it's been it's been a long time. It's meant to
1: be a movie of the Get Smart TV show? Yeah, it's, it's got Don yeah. Adams coming back and everything. It's
2: a Get Smart movie. Oh, wow. It, it is. A, yeah, it, one. It,
0: it's kind of like how the Naked Gun was, uh, you know, the Police Squad movie. Oh, okay. Only it's the exact opposite,
1: pretty much, because everybody knows the Naked Gun movies but don't really know the show. But with Get Smart, everyone knows the show and probably don't really remember that movie. Yep.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much.
2: <laughs> but, but then you've also got, like, The Jazz Singer. It's not my kind of movie, but yeah, that, I remember that being a really really bad movie
0: only thing i remember that was there was there was a scene where he was getting ready to get on stage and there was like some girl who like took her clothes off like right before he went on. It was it's just it was, it was so like random. It was so random. I'm just like, what what is what? Yeah. And it's like I you don't think you know, just just random female nudity and Nilt Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. But then you have other films like Saturn 3. God, there was so much
2: studio interference. I don't even know if Saturn 3 could have been a good movie at some point, but
0: it's not. I want to do an episode on that at some point because there is uh, there was a lot of studio fiddling that uh, I think tarnished any uh, capacity for it to... Be. I think it's still... I like it, but I think that it is a very broken movie. I think
2: it's the same thing with Raise the Titanic. Raise the Titanic is a great idea for a movie. I've never read the novel, but most people tell me the novel is way better because apparently they changed like 85% of the novel to the point where Clive Cussler said he wanted his name taken off of the movie as based on the book by because they changed so much i just thought raise the titanic was just kind of boring
1: i haven't seen that one i'm i've been meaning to see saturn 3 i've never actually seen that one but i i've always kind of liked the way the visuals look oh the robot is badass yeah
2: it looks fine and harvey keitel has roy dotry's voice in it which is
1: just weird so they, what, they dubbed him over?
2: Yeah, his, his Brooklyn accent, this is so early in his career, they thought his Brooklyn accent was so thick that nobody would take him seriously as a mad scientist.
0: Oh, I so, hate it when they do that so shit. they overdubbed
2: him with Roy Daughtry.
0: Yeah, especially cause, yeah, you know Keitel now and you're like, the HELL! <laughs> <laughs> but but then the last one, nominees, I, I'm gonna be 50-50
2: on Friday the 13th. Now obviously, I don't think it's the best film in that franchise, but in its 1980 context, I understand why everybody hated it. But I don't think mm. Friday the 13th deserves to be a Raspberry no, nominee. No, not at all. Didn't it do well? Oh, it did fantastic. Yeah, this isn't about financially. This
1: is about bad. Some of these movies did very well financially. Like, like I don't see how um, the first Friday the 13th is bad.
0: It, the thing that cracked me up about Friday the 13th was the Siskel and Ebert review where they were so offended about women being murdered in a fictional movie that they gave out the home address of the woman uh, of of yeah of of pamela Voorhees. fictional people are being murdered please harass this real actress and teach her a let like how how no that did not become a lawsuit pointing out the hypocrisy of uh of Cisco and Ebert over that one where yeah. it's like you know we need to defend women and women need, and and it's okay talking about when halloween offensive. does it though yeah, yeah no, it's, it's great. Fine. It's fine when Halloween does it. Yeah, it's, it's such a weird
1: thing. Such a shame that douches like Siskel and Ebert and the rat- Razzies and stuff gave the movie so much so much grief
2: well we need to talk Mm -hmm. about the number one
1: we need to talk about the
2: winner for 1980 can't stop the music as much as we might bitch about the raspberries might actually be the worst film of 1980 that film is borderline unwatchable doesn't even matter whether you're a village people fan or not that movie is horrendous it's clearly thrown together at the last minute it's thrown together just because they're like this disco thing is dying we need to get in here quick can't stop the music I'm going to say it, yeah, worst picture of 1980.
0: I'm sure I could find something worse. I mean, it's worth it for the simple fact they're walking around, like, the city streets in full village people gear, and people are <laughs> acting like this is normal. You know, it's just like, oh, yeah, this is absolutely, sure. You know, an Indian, a cop, a construction worker, and, oh, yeah, all just hanging out with the, with with the, what's his name? Steve Gutenberg. Uh, it, it is. Steve Gutten, yeah, oh god, just so corny. I mean, so many weird moments. The guy, uh, uh, the guy gets robbed by the elderly couple on a moped, and Bruce it, it's Jenner a, before he was a woman. Right, that's right. It was Bruce Jenner, and yeah, it's it's a very odd movie. It's a good movie to goof on and laugh at. But as far as worst movie of the year, I, I'm sure if I was to look at a list, I'd be able to find something worse. There's there's plenty of garbage out there.
2: Well, then we move on to 1981. Now, th- there's there's different lengths of nominees in each year. Sometimes there's a lot, like in 1980, 1981. There's only five. We've got Tarzan the Ape Man, The Legend of the Lone Ranger, Heaven's Gate, Endless Love, and the winner, Mommy Dearest. The
1: only <laughs> oh, Mommy Dearest is amazing.
2: This is the way I look at this one. Heaven's Gate. I like the movie, but I understand the 1980 cut, the the version that they saw. That okay, mm. that version deserves to be on this list. I don't have an issue with this list. Those are all god awful movies. I mean, Mommy mm. Dearest is a good movie in its correct context, but mm-hmm. there are so many scenes of over, of Dunaway overacting, and it's, it's a bad movie in the fact that it's been factually picked apart as that's not really what happened to the point mm-hmm. where, yeah, I'll say it does deserve to be on this list. Maybe not for the, the reason that it's become a meme, but it's just not a great film.
1: Is Tarzan the Ape-Man the one with, um, Christopher Lambert? No, that, that is Greystoke. This is the one with Bo Derek Bo Derek. and Tarzan's
0: barely in the movie. Oh, is this the one with um My- Miles O'Keefe, right? Yeah. And John Philip Law. Right, because everybody remembers, you know, was Bo even I only remembered uh, Bo Derek. But, yeah, Miles O'Keefe was Tarzan. (laughs) And and he's barely, uh, you know, it's
2: a Tarzan movie, but it's directed by John Derek, who decided, my wife is going to be the main character of this Tarzan movie. But it's a Tarzan movie. Shut up. She's the main character.
0: Well, that's kind of every John Derek movie. John Derek will be
2: on this list later, too.
0: Yeah, it's, uh... I, I don't know. I, I don't, uh, worst movie? I mean, it's not, it, it's an odd Tarzan movie. It, it's kind of more, I don't want to say like softcore, but I mean, like every Bo Derek kind of movie, it has like softcore elements to it. And you know, she gets nude quite frequently or, or is in, ver- you know, she's in like the leather. Various states and, and of undress. Various states yeah. of undress. I don't know. It, it's, it's very much like a, a softcore love. Story with like a budget. It had pretty a much. huge that's, budget. That's too. pretty much what
1: it is. I wouldn't necessarily say it deserves a worst spot. It's not the best movie ever, but it's not like awful either. It's it's a it's a Tarzan movie. What do you want? And it's
0: really good. I mean, it's a good looking movie. It is. Yeah. I mean, they do a really good job of, of, of the, of shooting the jungle and everything. It, it's mm. just, yeah. I mean, I don't, uh, I don't think that it's, it, it should, uh, get put on a worst of list. It could have been a little better.
1: Could have used a little more like action. You know, Tarzan could have used a little like more Tarzan and something it, like that. It could
0: have used a little more Tarzan. It could have used a little more editing, but at yeah. the time, eh, it was, Hey, look at, uh, Bo Derek's tits.
1: Cause I mean, Miles O'Keefe does make a very good Tarzan. they just didn't really use them but then you've also got this is the same year with the legend of the lone ranger the
2: film that universal studios is still so embarrassed they're just kind of like what are you talking about we didn't make a a lone ranger movie in 1981 no it it didn't star christopher lloyd no
0: it didn't (laughs) please tell me christopher lloyd was like tonto or something he was the villain oh <laughs> then they 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 missed uh, an out on him i've never seen it because A, nobody has the lone ranger and b <laughs> i don't really care about westerns so uh and that kind of falls into both
2: but, but here's the thing nobody saw this this thing was the biggest money loser of 1981 oh. no but they pulled it after like two weeks in theaters This was a nationwide release. This thing a train, I mean, it's not, honestly, I think it is better than the Disney Lone Ranger from a few years ago, but that's debatable. But then you've also got, like I said, Heaven's Gate. I'm not even going to debate because, yeah, the version released in 1980 is a disaster, but the full director's cut, I think, is a film worth seeing and would not be on this list. But the version in 1980 that's missing two and a half hours of footage, yeah, that version is razziable.
0: Yeah, I, I could see that with uh, with a movie where it's like, OK, they're they're rating it on the version that was available in 1981. And yeah, so they and that was, you know, drastically messed with. Though so I understand that.
2: And then Endless Love. I know Brad loves the book. I've never read the book. The movie is god awful. The, the movie is terrible. So just standing on its own. Yeah. Endless Love. Absolutely on this list.
0: Yeah, endless love. I I always thought was just uh, another soft core with a budget, just really crappy. You know, if I if I'm gonna take uh you know Bo Derek or Bo Derek, if I'm gonna take uh Brooke Shields movies from uh, that time period, I'm totally going Blue Lagoon.
2: We had Mommy Dearest, which we've already talked about a little bit. So let's move on to 1982. We have Annie, we have Butterfly, Megaforce, the Pirate movie, and the winner Inchon. I don't know where I fall on this cuz Annie I'm just I'm not the audience for that. Butterfly should have won. Inshot is a bad movie. It's a boring movie. Butterfly is just
1: a bad movie. Have you if either of you ever seen Butterfly? The only one on this list that I've seen is Megaforce and Megaforce is like one of my favorite movies ever made.
0: See uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, they can go f*** themselves. Megaforce is awesome it's wildly entertaining it's live action team America world police
1: it is it's the closest at like proper thing we'll get to like a GI Joe movie but okay l- let's l-
2: let's leave megaforce aside for a minute so I always loved the pirate movie growing up I don't know about either of you I watched that that was an HBO staple it- it's sort of like airplane but a musical and about pirate films I always had a it's soft spot for the that pirate one. movie yeah it's it's called the pirate movie. And it's one of those literal comedies, but it's also a musical. It's, it's, it's like they were trying to, to be a musical, uh, you know, a musical comedy at the same time as being a Zucker film. And it doesn't okay. quite work tonally, but I remember enjoying parts of it. I remember some of the, like, you know, that they start fighting and he loses his sword and then he pulls out a lightsaber and the other guy goes, what the hell is that? He goes, I saw it in a movie once. And it's just, it's one of those kind of movies. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. I've, I've never seen it.
2: But then, okay, like I said, Inchon, you know, it's a war movie, it's got a huge A-list cast, and it's so boring. It was nicknamed Inchalong at the time, hm? because nothing... You'd be shocked, it's a war movie that nothing happens in. But then Annie, okay, fine, I'm not the audience for that. We gotta talk about Butterfly, though. I mean, you got, you got Pia Zadora, looking cute as hell. You got Stacey Keach, you got Orson Welles. This is an indie film about incest, and it's God, I mean, Butterfly, how Butterfly did not beat out Incheon? I do not have any clue. I think Butterfly, absolutely worst film of 1982. Well, then we move on to 1983, Two of a Kind, Stroker Ace. Jaws 3D, the Canon Hercules, and the winner, the Lonely Lady. We're back to Piazzadora again. She finally got her Razzie for the Lonely Lady. But <laughs> oh god, Jaws 3D really deserves it. Jaws 3.
1: 3- I always had a soft spot for Jaws 3D. I love Hercules. F- you Razzies. I, the thing with Jaws 3D is yeah. I can't really. Because it, it is, objectively, a, it's a bad film, but I find it really entertaining. I find it fun to watch, almost, if anything, just to make fun of some of the worst 3D special effects ever. That, like, that cardboard cutout of the shark that's, like, slowly clipping <laughs> towards them. Yeah. The, the f***ing dolphins at the end. Like, what was that? They did not have the technology to make that movie. No, they Dude, did.
0: Dude, they showed the inside the mouth of the shark cam. <laughs> Where it was chewing somebody. It was chewing <laughs> Simon <laughs> McCorkindale It was yeah. It it it's. Like one of those moments where, oh my God, what are they doing? I... Well,
1: I'll give it this; it's it's better than Jaws for the Revenge. Oh God, Th- that oh, is it's true. At least better than that one.
0: Yeah, it's better than that. But I like I think they had a lot of really good ideas. They had a lot of fun with it. I thought it seemed yeah. like they were enjoying themselves. I well, I have cool a soft that was spot like for it as well.
1: It took place at like SeaWorld, That it was like a Sea World horror movie. It almost kind of reminded me of like the first Piranha when it takes place in like a water park kind of thing yeah so it was interesting, like good ideas, but it shouldn't have been a three d movie i think if if it was just shot like a regular film, it would have been a lot better like the the special effects wouldn't have looked nearly as hokey that that doesn't look very threatening. It's a cardboard cut out of a shark yeah they
0: they tried,
1: but they uh, did they they it's... put in an effort.
0: It's campy, I think if if they did it like a little bit better, that it it might not be as campy, you know, enjoyment. I think yeah. it would just end up then it would end up being bad. But I don't know. I mean, it's it's not a great movie, but I think it is a I lot. I think it could have been fun. like a, a genuinely
1: solid Jaws sequel if they left out the 3D element and just had regular effects. But well, I that guess was with
0: the... the time when every movie that hit three had to be 3D, yeah, so. it's in
2: the title, man. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But but then you've also got like two of a kind. That's that one with John Travolta and Olivia Elton John. Oh, that movie is unbearable. You got know, Stroker Ace, which is, I mean, yeah, Burt Reynolds is, you know, charismatic as hell, but I, I do remember this movie being, uh Hercules, like I said, I love that Hercules. And oh, that's a really one, right? the Luke one, right? Yeah, that's the Luke Rigno one where, you know, yeah. he's fighting the stop motion robots and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. awesome. I got, I got both of those on, uh, on Blu-ray, the, uh, the shout release. Yes. They're, they're amazing looking.
1: And there's, there's like, I, knew I, how I to always kind of just movies. consider that Hercules movie to be like the, like the Marvel Hercules. <laughs> Cause he's fighting like robots and
0: shit. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, that I you know, you put, you put me on record. Not that this is any big, you know, thing, but the two Hercules movies are infinitely better than the Rock Hercules movies from a few years ago. And I love the Rock, but holy God, think, was that! movie I didn't mind terrible. that movie. I thought it was okay. Oh, I, I just, I, it, it was. I it took terrible. me a couple of times to make through it. I just, I'm like, oh, this is so bad.
1: It kind of just made me want to see, because I saw it as more of like a Conan movie than anything. It should have just been Conan.
2: But then we got to talk about the winner, The Lonely Lady. We're back to Pia Zadora. This is the movie, where most people will know it from Brad's review, where Ray Liotta rapes her with a garden hose. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh man. The movie is so bad. It's actually so bad. Pia Zadora knew her performance, maybe because of Butterfly the year earlier. She knew her performance was going to get a Razzie. She actually started, uh, she said the day that they ended shooting, she started picking out her dress for the Razzie ceremony.
0: Huh. Well, good for her for having a uh, a sense like of a, humor a sense of humor about it, you know? Although I think she uh her career peaked at uh Santa Claus <laughs> Conquers the Martians.
2: <laughs> that movie is god awful. I mean, two of a kind, I think maybe should have been a tie. We do get a couple of ties later. Lo- I mean, Lonely Lady is is bad, though. If any, I've if never you, seen any it. of you have ever sat through that movie. Well, we move on to 1984. We've got Where the Boys Are, Sheena, <laughs> Rhinestone Cannibal Run Two, and we're back
1: to John Derrick with Bolero as the winner. Oh, Rhinestone!
0: Oh, you want to you want to oh. take a drinking Stein there? Uh. Lovely, lovely Rhinestone. Actually,
2: I, okay, I, I don't like Rhinestone. Sheena is kind of fun. Where the boys are, I found boring. How do you
1: not like Rhinestone? Because I don't uh, yeah, exactly. like it, and I don't like Dolly Parton. But but tutti tutti fruity. I'm gonna I'm drink gonna argue. Stein? No, I'm gonna argue you for. Hey, out of hey, my bedroom, Pete.
2: I'm gonna <laughs> ar- I'm gonna argue for <laughs> Cannonball Run 2. I love Cannonball Run 2.
1: Well, well who doesn't? Apparently,
2: right. the Razzies. Boo! Because I think Cannonball Run. I mean, okay, I actually, in a weird way, I think I like Cannonball Run 2 a little bit better than Cannonball Run. I mm. I know that might be sacrilege, but I think well, it's more both fun. Really
0: fun. Yeah, they're they're both fun. I'd have to watch both of them kind of back to back again. Just I adore the first one. And I've seen it a lot more than I've seen the second one, which doesn't, it doesn't mean anything about quality. It's just a matter of, uh, that's the one that's usually more readily available. I think the second Um, one is
2: way more insane. The the first one has a film style structure. The second one is almost like a live action freaking cartoon, man. And I just, I don't know. I love the
0: second one. So Rhinestone, they're wrong. They're, they're right, but they're also wrong. It's really fun, but it, it is a terrible film. Yeah, I I do—like, th- that's one where I understand it being on the <laughs> list, but I don't necessarily agree with it, but I get why it's there. It's uh, Stallone at a, you know, low point in his career. Why this- did he make Rhinestone? Like, what was— how did
1: I that? Think, end up
2: I, I think he. I think I, if I remember back from that era, he was sick of being typecast as the action guy, and he wanted to, oh, like, God. you know, I can show people I can act outside of my comfort zone.
1: It's like, dude, well, we saw that in Rocky.
0: Yeah, but uh, Rocky's sort act. of an action you don't have movie, to sing though. Cowboy songs, but people forgot about that. Although he he proved it a beyond the shadow of a doubt with Copland. Yeah, yeah, he's knocked everyone. They're like, oh, my God. Actually,
2: with Copland, I actually got to give it to Leota. Leota is the one that I'm like, man, he is just killing it in
0: this. Yeah, That was supposed was to be.
1: It, it was meant to be roles reversed. It was gonna be Leota playing Sly's character and Sly playing Leota's character. That, that's the ones they they both auditioned for. Because I, 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 I would have been an interesting movie when, if that were like reversed. When it
2: comes to Copland, there's one scene that's that is perfect for showing Ray Leota and his acting ability. The scene where he's you know betrayed them all. He's leaving. He's driving away, and then they keep showing him looking in the rearview mirror, and he sees his own eyes, and he goes, "Shut the." F- And turns around and realizes, you know, he can't look
1: at himself anymore unless he goes back to help. It's a fantastic scene. No, Copland is so... And good that's such a good movie
0: yeah copland is just amazing there's but back like to nowhere near enough yeah yeah but yeah probably <laughs> the first time in history rhinestone and copland mentioned together
2: where the boys are 84 which is just a teens in fort lauderdale on spring break i found it boring you got sheena a lot of nudity for a pg movie but it's not a great film but bolero yeah bolero is god awful this was just canon letting john derrick run amok and again you know him just doing a soft movie with his wife but like, oh bolero is so bad
0: bolero's biggest fault is that it's just boring it's so like, dull like just nothing happens if you're if you're gonna do a softcore movie that's kind of gussied up at least have the at least make it interesting like like the witches of breastwick had more going on <laughs> than freaking bolero it's just it was an artsy fartsy movie that really was a softcore film at heart all and i remember so is bo derrick naked on a horse
2: that's all i remember from that well that was the movie.
0: cover That's the poster yeah yeah that's the poster of the movie i mean that was like the big you know they oh it's bol-. i remember the the trailers for it was like bolero you know if, if you don't know how to say it see the movie or what it was one of those <laughs> things so dumb. God. Yeah, it was really bad. Again, good-looking, well-shot, boring movie. Then we move
2: on to 1985, where we have Year of the Dragon, Rocky IV, Revolution, Fever Pitch, and the winner... Rambo: First Blood Part
1: Two. This year, wow, There's so many good movies on the list. list. I, Isn't *Year of the Dragon* the one with like Mickey Rourke? Yes, yeah, the, 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 the Oliver Stone awesome produced movie. movie. Yeah, I, yeah that, one, that
2: one's great. *Year of the* Well, uh, the, the, the plot is overly convoluted, so I can see how how parts of it really off put audiences because the plot is way more convoluted than it needs to be to tell this story. So I can see that a little bit. Rocky Four, yeah, it's so jingoistic. *Revolution* should have been the winner though revolution's Rooks, that al pacino Rooks, french Rooks, revolution Rooks. movie no revolution should have won i've never seen revolution
1: if i can change then you can change we all can change, change. and they got the, the translator there
0: <laughs>
1: is that what oh russian sounds like <laughs>
0: Yes, I love Rocky, Rocky Four. I don't care what episode. anyone says.
1: Rocky dude, Four is amazing,
0: dude. Because of Rocky Four, we have Creed Two. The it's one... got the the montage of him in the in the uh, Siberia. I mean, it's just oh my god, is it awesome? It that gave movie us is 100%. is pretty much that is that film is
1: ninety five percent montage.
2: It really is. But then you, you've also got Fever Pitch, the gambling movie that nobody remembers. But oh, Fever I Pitch. Fever, I, I, Fever, I, I know Fever Rocky Pitch Four.
0: Fever Fever Pitch was the baseball game. Nope, movie. was it? No, Fever Pitch is the is the gambling movie in Las Vegas. But all right, so there's another baseball movie named Fever Pitch, and mm-hmm. not and because because they remade it Fairly Brothers a few years back. That's oh, right. Okay. I forgot about that.
2: But I want to talk about Rambo: First Blood Part Two. I Blasphemy. like. Yeah, I, I like First Blood. It's obviously the best of all the Rambo movies. First Blood Part Two. It's preachy. It's a little goofy. What? Do we get to win this time? Yeah, that's not preachy at all.
0: Shut your whore mouth. Rambo 2 rules. Yes. It is amazing. Rambo not expendable? Oh god. Oh, shut up. Enjoy
1: something, why don't you? It's
2: it's not as it's not as bad as Rambo Three, but it's not a good
1: movie, kids. Oh Jesus. You shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Rambo helps the Al-Qaeda. Yeah, that went um that went a little south. Yeah, well, uh, I think history's the, not the, been kind. No,
0: now we get, we're getting uh, Rambo Last Blood. And now
1: just to clarify, just so people don't think I'm f***ing racist, that's literally what happened in Rambo 3. No, he, he's right. Weeks after the movie came out, America and Russia shook hands with each other, so the Russians were no longer the bad guys in Rambo 3, and it was discovered that a lot of the Muhajadeen were actually trained the terrorist, essentially the original version of the Al Qaeda, which is why I call Rambo Three. Rambo helps the Al Qaeda. Because no, you're 100% right. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, with that's, you. that's exactly why people call it that.
0: Wasn't Wasn't Rambo also one of the highest-grossing films of, the, of that year? It now was. I understand highest-grossing doesn't always equate to box office. Does not always equate to quality. They, but it was like
1: pop-culturally iconic, though. Like people loved Rambo Two. People there are were red headbands everywhere. About.
0: Yeah. It's it's a I mean it is still it's it was so popular they they went and retroactively called First Blood now it's Rambo First Blood Mm. you know it was just simply First Blood before it was a huge movie it's still considered a huge movie it's That's like the
1: one that turned
0: rambo into an
1: actual cultural icon like first blood was a good movie but after that one i don't think anyone was like yeah rambo's badass that was that was with rambo too rambo too is to thank for that yeah,
2: yeah. like that is also the movie where james cameron who he wrote the original script he, tri- he almost had his name removed he was still so early in his career he didn't he tried to have he almost wanted to have his name taken off of it because he said stallone rewrote and just destroyed the script that cameron wrote so cameron's destroyed not, or made better cameron's not happy
1: with the written by james cameron and sylvester stallone credit cameron's not happy with a lot of things james cameron is what you would call a piss baby and that's okay we all know it. <laughs> that's true but let's move on to 1986 we only have
2: three nominees that didn't win because we actually have a tie for the winner so the the nominees were shanghai surprise blue city cobra And a tie for the winner of Under the Cherry Moon and Howard the Duck.
0: Under the Cherry Moon stinks. Oh, it does. It's god awful. It, uh, yeah, it was, it was back when Prince was trying desperately to, uh, to, to have an acting career. To be taken seriously. uh, Well, I mean, he already was taken seriously as far as his music was concerned, but, uh, as far as, but I mean, ugh, it's just bad. And Howard the Duck, I understand them nominating it, but I still think that it is just a really silly fun movie it's mm-hmm. far removed from the source material i still like howard i think looks amazing he is an incredible looking animatronic puppet i mean he there's is, so, yeah so much life coming off of what well, was lucas film yeah you know so but i mean the dark overlords were terrifying looking it's goofy but i don't know there's a certain charm to it and i think that uh it's gotten to the point where so many people Are just trained to say that it's a bad movie. That I get a lot of people where they're like, "Oh, worst movie of the year." Have you ever seen it? Well, I heard. It's like, well, I saw in the theater. Well, I'm sure you hated it because you hate everything, but...
2: uh, uh I, still, I, I hated it I hated it for <laughs> different reasons. Because I grew up reading the Howard the Duck comics. Th- those were the Steve Gerber Howard the Duck. This, this is not the Howard the Duck from the comics at all. And so that's why, why I you think- know, I, I guess you could say this was not my Howard the Duck. So I hated it because whatever that was on the screen
1: is not Howard the Duck.
0: It's why kind of like the, the Detective
1: that? Pikachu of its time.
0: Right! I'm going to punch it. In a way, you. it's
1: kind of why... That's why I'm excited for Detective Pikachu because it reminds me of stuff like Howard the Duck and the Super Mario Brothers movie. (laughs) Can we can we get more
0: weird movies like this, please? Yeah, I I miss that because that's one of the things now it it we get so many movies that are focus tested and they don't really take risks and it's nice to see something like that where it's like okay we decided to take a risk you know this is a pretty big gamble for a pretty major franchise so I would like to see that we need more weird movies and. Not just independent films. We need some major studios weird, to just throw weird, something weird out there. Yeah, like weird studio films that
1: kind of just get released randomly that have already been filmed. Yeah. But, okay, let's look at the other
2: nominees here. Because I'm not even going to argue over Under the Cherry Moon. You're totally right, Cecil. You've also got, like, Shanghai Surprise. Sean Penn, I mean, you know, he's a consummate actor. It doesn't matter how bad the script with this was, and it was. Madonna is unbearable in this She, and I'm not saying she's a bad actress in other things. I've seen her in really good roles. She can't Mm. act to save her f***ing life in this movie. Every scene with Madonna in this movie
0: makes you roll your eyes and go, that's the take you printed? She was good in desperately seeking Susan because she was Madonna. You like, Mm. so, so it was hard for her to not act like herself. You know, I think, uh, and I, I enjoyed that movie a lot but yeah pretty much every other movie that she's been in Shanghai's Prize Dick Tracy like all of them I'm just like oh, stop it with the Madonna what was that one there there was the softcore movie she did when she was uh, going through that phase body, body of, them, of I mean, that's it yeah Oh, God. I actually think that oh. might be on a
2: later one of these. I think we might be talking poor, about that movie more later.
0: Willem Dafoe in that. <laughs> well, oh, okay. Let's
2: stumped. talk about the other two. Let's talk about the other two, though. You got Blue City, which is the Judd Nelson one with Ali Sheedy and David Caruso. I remember being so excited for the from the trailer. Oh. Now i ali sheedy is a good actress i've seen her in things where she's good she has one facial expression throughout this whole movie and she's one of the main characters we're supposed to care about i remember mm. ali sheedy just drugged this movie into the mud you can tell oh. she so doesn't want to be in this movie she is doing the bare minimum of acting in blue city but then we got cobra now i know everybody loves cobra and i i do too to a degree I think the first half of Cobra is fantastic. I think the second half, the movie sort of starts to eat its own tail. I think the second half of the movie, when it when the romance starts to kick in, and it just becomes the road movie, I don't know. I really lose interest in Cobra in the second half.
0: Yeah, you're wrong. Cobra is perfect. (sighs) Cobra is amazing. I mean, he's driving a freaking battleship on wheels. It's a submarine. It's a submarine with wheels. It's a submarine. I'm sorry. He's driving a submarine on wheels. Uh, I forgot my own goof. He's driving a submarine on wheels. He he cuts pizza with scissors. Cecil. He tears gang member shirts who happen to be wearing lav mics. Right. And and it's just it's not even addressed. Oh oh,
2: but we Why have to not? bring up Pepsi. I, I'm drinking a Pepsi.
1: Pepsi. Yeah. No, I drank a Coors actually. Yeah, but there's Pepsi advertising but throughout the whole Pepsi, movie. There
0: was Pepsi throughout the whole movie. There
1: was Pepsi, but there was also Coors Banquet.
0: You know, crime is the disease. Meet I'm the, the cure. cure. <laughs> Drop yeah. it. In so America, it. there's over a million rapes a day. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, man, I love when this. Mo- Ten I,
1: billion people killed. I, I,
2: I, I love when this movie came out. The Department of Justice immediately said those statistics are all completely made up. <laughs> They're not even close <laughs> to being like, real st- st-
1: statistics. I, I want the
0: original. Hundred
1: thousand rapes a minute.
0: <laughs> 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 I'm being raped right now. <laughs> like I'm in the recording booth, there's somebody I getting want- raped right next to me. <laughs> I want, like, I I know it's not happening, unfortunately, because um, Shout Factory is releasing, uh, you know, Cobra on uh, on Blu-ray. and It's going to be a cleaned up. I think it's going to be a 4K version. Mm-hmm. I I want the full cut because that got the last thir- the third act got completely butchered because it got them an X rating for violence. Yeah. And like, I want that. Like, I wanna see, I want the outlandishness. What else does he do? He, he knocks the bad guy into, into like, molten hot steel.
1: You know, like. After I mean, like, mortal combating him onto a hook. I mean, he can See, fatalities him it's amazing ryan johnson see, i actually want a
2: prequel to this movie from the night stalkery group's perspective because you see in the night stalker mm. group when they're doing the ding 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 with the axes you got people in suits and ties and all this and it's like i wonder how they go i want to see them go about their daily life having to
1: not kill <laughs> someone you know working on wall street or something <laughs> Like, yeah, it's, like, it's kind of like it's love. kind of interesting. They're like a serial killer cult, but like comprised of like regular people.
0: Yeah, it. Yeah, that was the beauty of it. And it opens with like the most ridiculous. They just so happen to get lucky. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna send these guys out on a trash truck, and let's hope that this guy is bringing his trash out at right at the right moment that we can kill that's him. That's commando. It's, isn't that Commando? Wasn't that That's Commando, Commando dude? You're you're in a t- you're in a uh, totally wrong film. With the Didn't co- Didn't Cobra open up with the Cobra opens no, no, no. up with a grocery opens store up shootout.
1: With the grocery store. What the hell are you doing?
0: Store. I apparently Are you uh, having an, an aneurysm right probably. on this show? <laughs> apparently I just had a stroke.
1: <laughs> Jesus. And Cobra <laughs> and Commando are kind of similar movies in a way. They're both sort of the you could consider them both to be like the grindhouse movies of Stallone and Arnold. Like you could see them playing in like a double feature in like a grindhouse theater.
0: Yeah. I, I guess I'm, I'm bleeding movies together in my brain. <laughs> well, but, uh, yeah. So, but, but yeah, that's right. It opens with the, with the grocery store where, uh, he just, where there's all the Pepsi product placement and he, and he doesn't, does he? Yeah, he drinks the, the he drinks the cult 45 or the Coors or whatever, you know, and then throws the can and yeah, oh, it's just wonderful. Well,
2: <laughs> well, we're going to end the show tonight talking about 1987. Like I said, i knew this was going to be a multi-part episode we'll see how many parts for 1987 we have who's that girl we're back to madonna we have tough guys don't dance jaws oh god jaws the revenge oh god oh man jaws ford the revenge ishtar and the winner leonard part six okay leonard part six is barely watchable i almost want to say jaws should have taken that but i'll i'll leave that alone who's that girl tough guys don't dance or just bad ishtar is the one i'm weird on i i heard for years how awful worst movie ever made blah 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 is a good movie no it's not that bad it's ishtar is
1: it's not unwatchable bad. it's pretty goddamn terrible
2: it, it is bad
1: that is a solid list of shit films that may be the most valid list in 87 i think takes it
0: I, I have a soft spot for Leonard Part 6. Now granted, you know, we all know where the lead actor has, has gone, but back then it was so dumb. I mean, he's fighting off rabid lobsters with melted butter and riding an ostrich off of an exploding roof. You want to talk about weird movies? That was a movie that just said, Hey, we're just going to put a lot of weirdness in there and see what happens. And, uh, I've always kind of found it charming. It's, it's kind of unfortunate now, but, uh, I understand people saying that it's bad. Like, I won't defend it as far as that's concerned. Like, there are some movies where I'm like, okay, no, you're wrong. This is a good movie. But, no, Leonard Part 6, I can understand people not liking. There's there's a certain charm to it. Uh I haven't seen – what's the other one? Tough Guys Don't Dance. Tough Guys Don't guys Dance. Don't dance. Is that's the, it, the that's, one. That's, that's, that's the, the Ryan O'Neill. Everybody's parodied it. God, oh, man. Oh, God, oh, man. The,
1: yeah, it's the, it's the one I with Ryan O'Neill. I think I've only O'Neil seen and,
0: that. I've never actually seen the movie.
2: Ri- Ryan yeah. Ryan O'Neill uh, and Wings Hauser, Isabella Rossellini. Oh. Uh,
0: oh right all right so who's that girl stinks because again it's madonna and i don't really have a problem with madonna i just i have a problem with her when she acts because i don't think Mm -hmm. she's all that great and her the movies that she chose for the most part were disinteresting and just they stunk okay jaws of revenge is is terrible but it is hilariously terrible (laughs) uh but again i can understand that being on a list and uh ishtar it's again a very good looking movie i don't particularly care for it but i don't hate it so again i kind of agree with peter that i think this is probably the most valid list they've come up with thus far where it's been movies that are legitimately you know what could qualify as bad in a stupid movie shark is the fastest mode of transportation it is right and it goes to the bahamas and it <laughs> it's somehow it's it's Follows them by, you know, like they're in a plane and it's just, yeah, the lady's having flashbacks to scenes that she wasn't even there to see. Like, (laughs) hey, I got an idea. If if all your family has been killed by sharks, move to Nebraska
1: like (laughs) don't go to the
0: bahamas like an island
2: but uh, okay there's one scene that always stuck with me from jaws the revenge it's the scene where lance guest's wife is trying to be sexy time with him she's under the covers she just reaches down pulls off her panties and then slingshots them at his head and then he just kind of goes and jumps on the bed i love that scene i just (laughs) love that scene i don't know why
0: they they needed to turn it into a nightmare where he, like, you know, goes under the covers and there's, like, a shark that, like, comes out. <laughs> Her vagina is the sh- jaw's mouth. It comes out. And then he wakes up.
1: There should, be, should have been a nightmare where they move into, like, a high rise and they hear a knock at the door late at night. They <laughs> open the door and it's the shark. And it's voiced by Chetty Chase.
0: Candy K- Candy
2: Graham. <laughs> So, thus far, like I said, we have bitched about the Razzies over and over again on this show. Thus far, do you think that they are sort of on track? I mean, yes, there's been a couple that were like, no, but, okay, let's look at the winners here. We got Can't Stop the Music, Mommy Dearest, Inchon, The Lonely Lady, Bolero, Rambo First Blood Part 2, Howard the Duck, Under the Cherry Moon, and Leonard Part 6. Yeah, these are all pretty bad films to date,
0: Yeah. I think they kind of lost the plot later on is when they really started going after the legitimately easy targets. Uh, like every year a Transformers
2: movie being on the list.
0: Yeah, it's like, uh come on, you're, it's you know, like, you're well, going obviously. after obvious, you know, ones. And I understand, like, that to a certain degree, like, okay, that's fine. that deserves to be on there. But, like, when they're, like, I, I think like when you've got things we've talked about it before like the score for the thing being nominated for worst uh, soundtrack really? it's like yeah. oh yeah are they nuts exactly that's the thing where it's like all right you guys you've lost it already you have no idea what you're talking about yeah i think that that's where it's really i think in general it gets worse as it goes along i I do
2: too and we'll we'll finish out the 80s and go into the 90s next week like i said i have a feeling this will be a three-parter so we will continue the golden raspberry awards in the next couple of weeks in the meantime where can people find cecil reviewing the worst films of all time on good bad flicks
0: I am not reviewing the worst movies of all time. I am reviewing some of the best movies of all time. Are you saying that uh, Nom Angels is not one of the best <laughs> movies? I stand corrected. No, I, I I bring forth a variety of films. I bring forth uh, some movies that are bad, some movies that are good, but all of them have an interesting story to I, tell. I, I, I'm sorry. And I'm, I'm you can sorry. Buy That's I'm down. sorry,
2: Cecil. Last week, you were defending nothing but trouble.
0: So. And right, and if you go look at the comments, there is an overwhelm, I would say 95% of the comments are people saying how much they love that <sighs> movie. No accounting for taste. And there are hundreds of comments. There's a couple of people that were like, you know, this movie stinks, uh, whatever. And that's to be expected on, on just, I mean, you, you'll get that on freaking apocalypse now. Uh, there are an overwhelm. I'm, I was kind of surprised myself at the amount of people that were talking about how much they love that movie. I was telling the story about what happened and about how, uh, they much like a lot of movies. There is a cut out there that exists that we will probably never see, but I think that it is a movie that deserves, uh, the attention in a good way for a change not just uh uh, worst movie ever right guys stinks uh you know no this is a it's uh, and we're as we were saying earlier we need more 40 million dollar weird movies Mm -hmm. you know like this is a movie that people are still talking about yeah you decades later No, there are a lot of people that are still talking. I was, you can find me talking about movies that I believe deserve the attention. I am over at Flicks on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook. And, uh, 1201beyond.com.
2: Where can people find Peter cinemasochisting himself? I don't even know if that's a term, but where can people find him?
1: It's a term now. Cinemasochisting myself on Twitter, at Cinematica, on YouTube, The Cinemasochist, and on, on Facebook, The Cinemasochist, and on 1201beyond.com, you'll find me cinemasochisting, and I'm cinemasochisting on Patreon, it's a little hard to at say, Cinematica, isn't it? it's fun it's a very fun word where where you can cinemasochist me some money on my patreon
2: find me at 1201beyond.com you can contact this show at 1201beyond at gmail.com guys try to be a cut above keep one foot in the gutter one fist in the gold have a good night